December 11th. Many people are terribly frightened when they see one of the angels of the Lord. The rest of the afternoon was spent pouring over the scraps of paper that had fallen out of the magic advent calendar. Joachim put them in the right order so that Mama and Papa could read the story. As they read, Papa said, That's the strangest thing I ever heard. I wonder how many calendars like this were made. And Mama kept saying, I've never seen anything like that. Imagine bringing home this advent calendar, Joachim. When it was evening and Joachim had to go to bed, he sat up for a long time staring at the magic advent calendar. And it happened again. It happened again. On the big calendar picture, there were many angels hovering in the sky. Joachim had seen that before, but today he discovered that one of the angels was a cherub. He was quite sure Imuril had not been in the picture until Joachim had read that he flew in spirals down from the tall church tower. Mama, he shouted, Papa! Both of them came rushing into his room. They were obviously afraid that something dreadful had happened to him. He was a bit shocked himself. I can see the angel Imuriel, was all he said. Mama and Papa turned. Perhaps they thought he had been visited by an angel, but Joachim asked them to look at the picture carefully. Can you see anything you haven't seen before, he asked. They peered at the picture. Papa said he might not have noticed everything when the bookseller gave them the calendar. He had been so flustered that he had left his driver's license on the counter. For instance, he hadn't noticed that one of the shepherds was holding a shepherd's crock in his hand. I don't think I had noticed the little angel either, remarked Mama. Of course not, said Joachim, because it hasn't been there till now. And that's because it's the magic advent calendar. Joachim, there's no need to exaggerate, objected Papa. He always liked to seem the most sensible. The last thing Joachim thought about before he fell asleep was that one of the angels in heaven was called Joachiel, almost the same as himself. The next morning Joachim opened the 11th store in the advent calendar. He had to coax this thin piece of paper out before he discovered a picture of a horse and rider. He made himself comfortable under the covers and began to read. Today he did not need to be afraid that Mama or Papa would catch him red-handed, because the secret pieces of paper in the calendar were not so secret anymore. Balthazar Five sheep, two shepherds, two angels, one king of the Orient and a little girl from Norway were speeding up the valley of the Rhine 1199 years after Jesus was born. They could just glimpse a church tower on the other side of the river. Ephiriel told them it was Mainz Cathedral. They paused to discuss the situation. We have to cross the river, said Joshua. And that's a pity, because we shall have to frighten another poor ferryman and explain that we are pilgrims on our way to the Holy Land. We shall have to try to do it gently, said Ephiriel. I can see a boat down there, Imuriel exclaimed. He flew high in the air, beating his short wings in the direction of the boat, with the rest of the procession after him. But Imuria was already talking to a man who was sitting on the river bank. Can you row us across? We are going all the way to Bethlehem, and we don't have much time if we are to get there before Jesus is born. We are on a godly errand, you see? Ephiriel hurried after him. When he had caught him with Imuriel, he nodded apologetically at the ferryman. Then he turned to Imuriel and said, 
How many times do I have to remind you that first of all, you must say, fear not. But the ferryman who was splendidly dressed in a long red cloak was not scared by the sheriff. He turned to Ephiril and said, My name is Balthazar, second wise man of King of Sheba. I'm going the same way as you. Then you are one of us, said Ephiriel. Still he scolded Muriel a little. This time things turned out well, but you must always start by saying, fear not. Don't you realize that many people are terribly frightened when they see one of the angels of the Lord, especially when we beat our wings? Sorry, said Muriel. It's all right, all right, said Ephiriel. It's been a very long time, said the one. And it was a very, very long way from the Rhine, said the other. But it's very, 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 very pleasant to see you again. They had their arms around each other, so it was not easy to say who had said what. But now the whole procession boarded the boat. The kings of the Orient each took an oar and rowed across the river. On the other side, Ephiriel pointed at the beautiful cathedral. It seemed a little squatter and did not have a tall tower as many of the other churches they had passed, but it was much older. The year is 1186 after Christ. Work on this cathedral began more than 200 years ago. At the time, almost a thousand years had passed since the one seed was sown in the earth so that a field of churches and cathedrals would grow across the whole world. A whole field of churches, repeated Imuriel. It would be fun to work out how much stone and timber have been used to celebrate Jesus' birth. Not to mention how many cakes have been baked or how many presents have been wrapped. Christmas is the world's biggest birthday party because everybody in the whole world is invited. That's why the party has lasted for thousands of years. Joshua struck the ground with the crock. To Bethlehem, to Bethlehem. The pilgrims hurried along the west bank of the Rhine. It was very early in the morning, so that very few people would be scared by them. But when they tumbled into the town of Worms in the year of our Lord 1162, they met a rider on horseback. Perhaps he was a soldier who had been out on night duty. The angel Imuriel flew over the man beat his wings and repeated, Fear not, fear not, fear not. Even though he buzzed around the soldier like an excited bumblebee and said, Fear not, an enormous numbers of times, the poor man was extremely scared. He spurred his horse and galloped around some low buildings. He didn't even have time to say, Hallelujah, or God be praised. Ephiriel shook his head in despair and tried to teach the syrup once more. You only need to say it once, but you must say it in a gentle, soft, heavenly voice. Fear not, you must say. It's a good idea to keep your arms down too. We do that to show we are not carrying weapons. Balthazar, the wise man, pointed up at a cathedral with six towers. Everywhere and at all times, people have stretched their arms out to God, he said. The church towers point up to heaven too, but they last much longer. The shepherds bent their heads respectfully at these wise words, and Elizabeth felt that she had to repeat them to herself before she was quite 
certain what he meant. Joshua said, to Bethlehem, to Bethlehem. In the city of Basel, at the southern bank of the Rhine, they stopped in front of another big cathedral. 1119 years have passed since Christ's child was born, announced the Ferial. This cathedral with five naves has just celebrated its centenary. But for hundreds of years, Basel has been an important crossroad for travelers who journey through the Alps between Italy and Northern Europe. We are going to follow the same route over St. Bernhard Pass. To Bethlehem, said Joshua the shepherd, striking his crock on the ground. To Bethlehem. Whereupon they set off through the Swiss mountains. Joachim sat in bed, thinking about the strange pilgrimage to Bethlehem. After a while, Mama and Papa came in to read what was on the piece of paper. Yesterday, they had talked about the magic advent calendar almost the whole afternoon. Now Papa said, we took home a small miracle from the bookstore, didn't we, Joachim? Can you imagine how it was made? I think John made it, said Joachim. The bookseller said something about someone called John, didn't he? Joachim wondered whether he ought to tell Mama and Papa that he had met John, but he didn't. He thought he had to keep one little secret for himself. Because there was something else as well. Zabed tebas, zabed tebas. If a flower seller has made this calendar, said Papa, he's certainly inventive. Mama agreed. He, yes, he is very imaginative. Jochen stepped up on the bed. You said I was imaginative when I told you about Elisabeth and Ephiria, he said. But I'd only read all the scraps of paper that were in the advent calendar. And now we are saying that the person who made the advent calendar is very imaginative, said Mama. In a way, it's the same. Joachim shook his head. He may not be so imaginative if the story is true. Papa laughed. You don't really think you can run all the way to Bethlehem and far back in time as well? Nothing is impossible for God, said Joachim. Nobody protested. Papa thought they should take out a large atlas so that they could follow Elizabeth's journey on the map. He had a historical atlas, a book of maps that showed what all the countries and all the places were called long ago. The same country and the same town have often had many different names, he explained. Suddenly Mama gasped. Do you remember that old story from my back? She said to Papa, There really was a little girl who disappeared from this town while she and her mother were out doing their Christmas shopping. I think she was called Elizabeth. Papa nodded. It was some time after the war. Was she called Elizabeth? I think so, said Mama, but I'm not sure. Suddenly it was as if Mama and Papa had forgotten Joachim. They were so busy talking to each other. So maybe he's remembered that old story and made up the rest, suggested Papa. If it is this flower seller who's made it, Joachim tried to get a word in edgewise. Can you find out whether she was called Elizabeth? Yes, I should think so, said Papa. Not that it really matters what she was called. The last person to say anything before they had to hurry to eat breakfast was Joachim. I think it matters a lot, he said, because the lady in the photograph was called Elizabeth too. <laughs>